All right, well, welcome to the Free Mind Podcast. Well, looking forward to chatting with my wife uh, today in the studio. So uh, we're going to jump into this pregame Pride Month uh, Jeez, scenario. Talk about the craziness that is already starting but yet to come. Do you remember years ago we were overseas in the UK and we got off the train right into a Pride oh, Parade yeah. and we thought, holy smokes, this is bananas. There was some... Yes. Display that I just like, this is in public. Kids, it was, it had to have been like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. It, it was, wasn't at night. It wasn't super early, but streets were blocked off. The mall doors were just blocked off. And we had a hard time even getting to the road to find a cab. Right. So we ended up walking like a mile with our luggage. Exactly. But still, the, the visuals, the display, we thought, this is crazy. Yeah. Fast forward. Yeah, man. <laughs> it like, was nuts. Like, I think I had to go to the hotel room and wash my eyes out. Yeah. It reminded, it was, me, it reminded me of that time we went with some buddies. Like, this is way back in the day. I think before, like, you would get on the internet and do your trip planning. So we had this vague idea of, like, let's go to Bourbon Street and have, <laughs> uh, what's the, what's a uh, jambalaya? We were like, let's go to Bourbon yeah. Street. We were driving across country. So just whatever you do, unless God calls you to go to Bourbon Street, do not go to Bourbon Please. Street. Because I'm telling you, Tuesday <laughs> afternoon at 2 o'clock, yeah. we went and got jambalaya, and we walked away defeated. Because oh, <laughs> it was some of the craziest stuff you've just ever seen in your life. But that's what it reminded me of when we got off the train in the U.K. It was like you, I had never seen it, it, it. It was what you would imagine like Sodom and Gomorrah being like, and right? And it was in the daytime. Like you would Nuts. think people would wait till late hours, wee hours of the night right. in an adult club yeah. and you go and you do your thing, whatever, yeah. that lifestyle, you know. But it was just in broad daylight in the afternoon. That would, It was crazy. It was too much. And that was years ago. All of it's and too so, much. And so, yeah. so, so now, like, fast forward, and I think we're about to hit some craziness. Before, before we jump into that, I just want to remind you of uh, the book study that's coming up. So typically what we do with that is we'll meet every other week just via Zoom. Usually, I don't know, anywhere from 10 to 15 people and just go through a, a book together for about six sessions over the summer. So we're going to do Mirror Christendom by Douglas Wilson, but we're going to talk about more than that. Just we've been talking about this Christian nationalism thing. So I wanted to kind of move that to the side for people that were more interested in that topic to, to go into it in detail. Do you have something to add? Yes, and <laughs> I love book clubs. Yes. Just putting it out there. You love book clubs. I do. And, and they're I good. Love. You know, sometimes they, they make you discipline yourself, too, to keep up with the reading. Yeah, and I just love dialogue and yep. sharing and yeah, diving all that. into good content. Exactly. In a club. Yep. And so this this will so give us the, to that. the positive. That's, that's, that's what are we building? You know, what are we building? And Douglas Wilson likes to talk about Christendom 2.0. You know, what can we learn from 1.0 back in the day? Okay. Improve it and, and go to 2.0. And how does that relate to... Um, actually a positive vision for building Christian culture and Christian society. Um, but anyways, what we're going to talk about this month is more of we're, we're to that defensive posture, right? So we got to ward off the craziness because the, the, like, this is a moment where the enemy is attacking. Mm. And so we kind of get on our armor and we fight and, yeah, and, you know, it's not, um, th- th- 
this is where I've said this before, but we we reach out to those who are victimized by these ideologies, right? We if if folks come into our church and they're hurting and they're struggling in their sexuality or you know gender dysphoria and all that kind of stuff, you you sort of take a different measure with those folks. Um, it's more of a um, it's more of a helpful tone, loving tone, a, a compassionate tone off, and sometimes hard discipline as well, depending on how they respond to everything. But it's it's a it's a slightly different tone. But on the other side, the the movement itself, the agenda that you resist with everything you have, and it's sort of like I, I keep trying to come up with an analogy, but one I was just thinking of is like. You know, if a gang moves into your neighborhood, right, you have, you know, you have the kids that they're victimizing and they're, you know, they might even pull someone into an unsuspecting young teenager. You treat that teenager differently than you would the leader of the gang, that, mm. especially somebody you realize that's higher up, that's like intentionally doing this. They've been doing this stuff for years and, and harming these kids and raising them up and not caring about these people like that. You, you as a man, especially in that neighborhood, it would be not only okay, but it would be your responsibility to say, yeah. no, that's not happening here. And with this LGBTQ plus agenda, it's part of a bigger thing that's being run like it's a playbook that's being run by these elites and these higher ups and they are they don't care what it does they don't care about the people and really even behind them it's a demonic agenda yeah. right yeah my heart broke this week when i watched a video of a young girl crying with the threat of them just allowing guys yeah into her locker room or her yep. Yeah, she's a young, a young she, lady. She right? couldn't have been ten, and so I was mm. like, you know what? They they could care less about right young girls. They just it's, it seems like it's just a transgender warrior push, right? To just affirm it, to just deal with it. It's coming, and it's like, but yeah, like you said, let's just get our pregame on. Let's see what yeah what's going on really so now if you don't shop at target you don't <laughs> shop at these stores and you're not on social media you might not see the craziness that's right. going on however if you are living in these worlds and you're swimming in it it's 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 wartime right right it's wartime for the kids for the youth our generation i i work at a college and i am just imagining the flow of the mindsets that will enter into college five years from now because the indoctrination is so mm. thick in the high school, public schools, and you know it's flirting its way into the private institutions as well, the high school students. But certainly K through five, K through eight. I mean, they they mean business. The yeah. the curriculum, the schools, the the books that are in the library. Yep. It's all over. Yep. It's all over. So it's a it's a it's a wicked agenda by wicked people who really are their minds have been taken okay. like in, in many in many cases Deception. by demonic forces. And that, you know, sometimes we get too churchy with it. And we're like, well, we don't fight against flesh and blood. So therefore, I just pray against it and I don't even stand against the people. But it's but e even throughout Scripture. Yeah. It ulti the ultimate source is not flesh and blood. It is mm -hmm. demonic. But uh, but Satan Strong. works through people. And so you can have you can have compassion because the people are captive, but that doesn't mean that you don't have to confront the people that are carrying this demonic yeah, agenda. Is, you yeah. do have to do that, just like in anything else. And, and I'm not talking about actual violence here, but I'm just talking about anytime you have to stand up, it's you stand up 
to people understanding that ultimately your battle is not with flesh and blood, but you have to know where the source of it is. And, and there is this connection that, um, I think you had to have a little bit more discernment in years past to see the connection between Satanism, LGBTQ and wokeism. But now it's all coming together for people to see, like it's all being presented side by side. And that's the weird thing with this target ad. I don't know if you saw that, that was going on. I heard about it and I saw pictures, but I didn't read the whole article or. Yeah. 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 There was pushback and I'm grateful Yes, that their sales were affected and which is encouraging because when you read headlines, you're like, okay, target is pushing satanic, you know, like this pushing this transgender movement. It's all in the, clothing wear and you're like gosh we've lost it's in the clothes but it's just that they've done that and then here we we have to respond to it yeah so we forget that we we do have say we do have power right when we come together and push back and i've been noticing this at target for years like they've okay. they've had stuff but they but this is further they went further this year like they're taking the next step Jeez each year Louise. and um and you know when you, you've you've been in some of those board meetings back in the day, you worked for some of those high companies. You know how it goes. It's a small group of people that, make the that makes decision. these big yeah. decisions, and and you have to ask like, why is this coming through? You know, yeah, all the corporations. Craziness? Why why how did the what wokeness spread like through everything so quickly? Um, it wasn't just that these. It just happened to be that all these boards separately okay. thought, oh, this is a good idea. Now there's something else going on here um and, and and these guys are pushing it and they push that bud light thing with the dylan mulvaney um the the man that claims you know he was a woman and 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 people responded and they're still Respond. not Good. yeah they're still responding and they're taking a big hit and i want to talk a little bit about that later like there is some use like you vote with your dollars Amen. come on and there is a way to do that um that can be effective because again you're not fighting you know, you're not fighting against the little 10-year-old who's may struggle and they don't have good parents to teach them about the fact that they're made as male or they're made as a female from birth in God's image. Um, we're not fighting that person. We're fighting the people who are tricking those people. Yeah. Um, often many of them with these, you know, depopulation agendas, these globalist, you know, WEF type mentalities and all this kind of stuff. They're trying to destroy the nuclear family, trying to destroy these organic units and atomize individuals so they can basically come in with a totalitarian takeover as the state. This stuff has been, you know, marked in many books. There's receipts for all this. So I'm just kind of giving the, the summary that we've talked about over the years. But um, I came across this good this good uh, Twitter thread. And so I'm going to read through this real quick. If you guys in and, and I'll, I'll I'll you can see it if you're if you're Jeez watching. Louise. So I think this is he, he put up some of the stuff from Target. There's some of the stuff from just different things that have been going Target. on. Target. So this guy's name is uh, Michael Clary. And he says, since LGBTQ Pride Month is just around the corner, Christians can prepare themselves for the onslaught of gay propaganda. The most important thing to remember is this. LGBTQ ideology is a religious cult. Okay. The sexual revolution, quote unquote, has ended. And the sexual re religion has arrived. Oh and, okay. and I think that's a part. Like, it, and I would say the revolution was 
a religion from the beginning, like it was satanically inspired. But now they're coming out of the closet with the connection between the two. And that was the weird part about this Target thing. So if you, did, if you didn't see it, all you got to do is go on like Instagram or Facebook or whatever, or type in Google it, you know, Target uh, Pride ads for this year. And you would see that they were selling like these one piece bathing suits for women. They were women's bathing suits, but they were tuck friendly for males. Basically, they had these shirts like you can't erase trans people like for little like like little baby little clothes kids. all the way out. Little kids about all I am queer, stuff like that. But also the, the company that was either involved with some of this or made it was like right. a, a vowed Satanist. So they actually had satanic overtly satanic stuff connected with this and some of the target um, clothing that they were selling to these kids. They had it up in the front of the store. Thankfully, there was such a pushback and such reaction that they've moved it to the back now. But that does not mean like we should, oh, yeah, that's fine that's now. Fine, we'll go back yeah. to Target. No, no, no. This, like, they need, they, this needs to be a, like there's momentum going. This needs to be a clear shift. And this, they, this needs to be stamped out, never to be brought back again to these kids. Mm -hmm. And so... I'm going to go to the next tweet here. It's, it's, it's tweet thread. So he said the culture war is actually being, sorry, is actually driven by religious devotees to a pantheon of LGBTQ gods who demand worship through corporate brand endorsements, mm -hmm. religious festivals, political activism, education, and entertainment of every kind. The sooner we recognize this, the better. Have you noticed how LGBTQ pride is becoming more overtly religious, even mocking Christ? This isn't done merely for artistic shock value, but a deliberate attempt to blaspheme the God of the Bible while embedding pagan spirituality into our collective subconsciousness. Oh. Consciousness. Um, it's really this simple. Our society is being spiritually captured by demonic spirits who grow bolder by the year. June is a month-long religious propaganda campaign that recruits new adherents with fine-sounding lies about love, acceptance, and tolerance. Ooh. So Christians, don't fall for the propaganda. Train your kids to discern the deception. And I want to pause there for a second. That's that's a good Ooh, point. That's really good. Is um you know don't discern the deception. There there are appropriate ages because some of this stuff is so you know just absolute debauchery that you don't even want to as an adult look at it or or think about it. But I would say you know. It, is as a parent like look to for those opportunities in age appropriate scenarios not to avoid the discussion but to actually talk about to get them resources we have some if you want to reach out to us but you've probably aware of there's many good resources on how to teach sexual ethics from a biblical perspective and how to work against this propaganda because it's going to continue to come and just the level of it and the intensity of it is growing and so train your kids to discern the deception commit to a courageous steel spine church that will support you that's important too like you can't go to these manby pamby churches where they're saying you know god whispers about sexual sin um no you gotta you gotta be willing to to go to a church that has a spine with these issues not mean and nasty but has a spine and knows the battle understands how to navigate between that who to reach out to and who to resist Spine today might mean just teaching what thus says the Lord about yeah. identity and sexuality. Just going through the scriptures, you know, um, with the onslaught, it's it's good to have a mention of 
the response, mm. not even a response, just teaching solid foundation, you can discern when you learn. Right. You know, when you know the scriptures, that's where the discernment comes yep. in. Because if you know the truth, you can spot a lie. Yep, that's right. And so that's good that he said that. Yep. Train your kids. It's a training. Train adults. Right. Train us. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Because it's like, after a while, they want to desensitize us. Yes. But staying close to the word keeps and you. And you made an excellent point right there. And I'm going to come back to okay. how they've already desensitized us. Okay. And because that's very important. So, and he said, and don't forget these truths. Jesus is Lord, Romans 10. Jesus has all authority, Matthew 28. Mm. Jesus is always with us, Matthew 28. Jesus is greater than he that is in the world, 1 John 4. We are ambassadors for Christ. The battle belongs to the Lord, 1 Samuel 17. Jesus has already won, 1 Corinthians 15. And let me say something about that. You know, even as you read that, it's like, I was having coffee with uh, a young student the other day, and I hope it's okay to say this. She, she seemed to be just resistant to to cliches, religious mm. cliches, and I get that. A lot of times words become so familiar, you, you just grow a contempt. But these truths haven't changed. Yeah. So when we hear that Jesus is Lord, it's like when I'm reading that, every now and then I have to give myself fresh ears that Christ is Lord and Lord, you know what I mean? It's like we we kind of go about our days and take that for granted as we're bombarded by this onslaught of debauchery yeah. and lies. But if we're not clinging to this and really accepting this and mm. really pondering it, making it alive in us, we, we yeah. can become dull and lukewarm and really, really lose sight of our victory that we already have in this battle. No, that's, that's, ahead, no, that's great. And I think you're right. It's like... Jesus is always with us. Jesus is greater than he that is in the world. Yep. Do we believe that? And what is in that it's haunting? It's when it comes to Jesus being Lord, that's yeah. why we've been trying to give more theological depth to that. Because sometimes when you hear that, you yeah. hear it through the ears or, you know, you see it through the lens of, well, Jesus is Lord of my sweetheart. Yep. You know, he's Lord in my quiet time. Yes. He's Lord of my He's Lord, yes, of our of our worship service. Yeah, but he he, while he is Lord of that, he's Lord of much more. Like he literally is King of Kings. Like he said, all authority in heaven and on earth was given to him. Matthew twenty eight when he when he died and rose again. He says, therefore, disciple go and disciple the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, teaching them to do all that I have commanded you. And so, as we go to be a salt and light, we understand that. You know, Satan was the God of the world. He could offer Jesus those kingdoms, but not after Jesus died Come and rose again. And so he knows that he has he he can only fight through lies and through deception. Ooh. And so we stand against those lies, and we're not going to let this agenda like in, in no matter what names they call you. We're done with that. Like we're over that now. We get no. that that whole game. Like no. He's we a yeah, it's that's yeah. that's foolishness to to be a coward and give in to that stuff anymore. So we're done with that. Like now it's just time, like, okay, what is the strategy and what, what is the plan here mm. to battle these lies, to battle this deception for the sake of, you know, many of the young believers in our churches, but for the sake of the next generation um, and the people that are being victimized by these false ideologies. Here's one last one okay. he, he put. And if you can see this uh, on YouTube or Rumble, 
He said, they claim it and advertise that we shouldn't be shot. And he's talking about the religious connection here. It's got two skeleton hands. It says, join my gay cult. And it has, what's what do you see there? The all-seeing eye. Yeah, the all-seeing eye, the pyramid, all these connections with these. And the occult, I, yeah. And I think that, I, I'm not sure where this ad came from. I'm guessing it might have been Target or something, but it was part of this this new push that's happening right now in a bunch of these major corporations where they're overtly coming out with this stuff. And we see it in Disney with the occult and they're, they're bringing that stuff now into it. And I'm not sure why they're being so brazen, like what the motivation is for this quick movement. Somebody put up a video earlier. I think it was uh, our, our friend, Neil uh, Shinvi who uh, put up a video and he was talking about how fast the culture is moving. And it was Dennis Prager on the Bill Maher show, Bill Maher show in 2019 saying that they were claiming that men could menstruate and people in the crowd was laughing at him. Like they didn't like, what is this guy talking about? That was 2019. Mm, yeah. And look how fast yeah. the agenda people has swung that. and people, because people weren't paying attention, right? They were, they weren't looking, they didn't see the connection even in 2020 that was happening with BLM, for instance, on their very website page their main agenda, they would mention, you know, this and that about black lives, but you could tell the agenda was, it had very little to do with black lives. It it created a false narrative so they could push the agenda of destroying the nuclear family. It was right in their, right in their goals. They want to destroy the free market. They want to destroy the nuclear family. And there's a lot of stuff about transgenderism. Tons. If you want to grow in your confidence in knowing what you believe and why you believe it, if you want to ground your faith in biblical Christianity and step into who God has called you to be, I want to tell you about a great program put on by Impact 360, and it's called Propel. Propel is a one-week transformational leadership and discipleship experience where high school students gather together to be grounded in a biblical worldview as they learn how to follow Jesus, have a godly influence, learn how to disciple their peers, and boldly live out their faith in their daily lives. So they're having two sessions this summer. The first one is June 19th through the 25th, and the second one is June 26th through July 2nd. These programs fill up really quickly, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. So we'll put the link below if you're interested in looking into it and we'll see you this summer. And what, and the three ladies were Alicia, involved Alicia with what? was married to a transgender mm-hmm. male, man. And so it's like for 15 years they were married. And so you, that's something, you know, during that time that would have been something good to kind of ponder right? and just process. Okay. Black lives matter. One's a transgender came out queer and so um, it was just interesting stuff. Yep. Very, if you, if you, if you're brave enough to go down that rabbit hole, you can see a lot of the occult, the witchcraft. Yep. There's videos on YouTube of, of them performing kind of ceremony and things like that. Yep. Which Patrice Colliers. So it's yep. just. And they've claimed, two stuff. of them claim to be trained Marxists. I don't know if you said that yeah, just now, no. but. Um, so there's this connection, right? Marxism, wokeism, LGBTQ+, like all this stuff. And if you read back in the history, you can see that a lot of it was actually rooted in people that were Satanists. It's, it's kind of weird. So here's here's a quick, uh, somebody had collected, this is uh, on Twitter. They said, conservative women should be embarrassed to shop at Target. Right now, a little boy is wearing their tuck-friendly swimsuit. A little girl is wearing a Target brand chest binder. And a creepy trans Satanist is planning 
his next product line for the Target Pride Collection, Hard Pass. And then they um, posted some of these here. This is, that's the um, Tuck Friendly swimsuit. And this is, um, that, that uh, yeah, so that uh, A.B. Praline, I don't even know how you say that. That's that Satanist kind of thing. <coughs> this was one of them. Uh, trans people will always exist. Shirts, and queer, the queer, tarot. queer. What, queer the, what is that? The pyramid. Yeah. And then here's the the Satan one. Um, this was a quote from this group. I guess Satan is hope, compassion, equality, and love. So naturally, Satan respects pronouns. He loves all LGBTQ plus people. I went with a variation of Baphomet for this design, a deity who themselves who themselves is a mixture of genders, beings, ideas, and existences. They reject binary stereotypes and expectations, period. And then he said, perfect. And this was the target this uh, designer. This is crazy. Satan is hope, compassion. Right. Woo. And so that's that's what we're dealing with here. Like, the connection shouldn't be hidden anymore, even from the normies, right? <laughs> wow. Crazy. So let me show you, this is the other thing going on, uh, just to let you know like how prevalent this will be and has already become and, and will be continue to escalate and, and less or until something happens that we're, you know, praying for that we can, we can help to, um, mitigate this, you know, craziness that's going on. But this was, uh, the LA, LA Dodgers baseball team. Okay. This is what they wrote last, I think it was last week. So after much thoughtful feedback from our diverse communities, that's language that, you know, usually in the woke realm, right? And in the LA here is in the, in the rainbow. I don't know, know what you call it. It's not even the old school rainbow, the new rainbow flag that has like 20 colors. Um, so after much thoughtful feedback from our diverse communities, honest conversations with the LA Dodgers organizations and generous discussions with the sisters of perpetual indulgence, the Los Angeles Dodgers would like to offer our sincerest apologies to the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, what members of the LGBTQ plus community and their fa friends and families. We have asked the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to take their place on the field at our 10th annual LGBTQ plus pride night on June 16th. We are pleased to share that they have agreed to receive the gratitude of our collective communities for the life-saving work that they have done tirelessly for decades. In the weeks ahead, we will continue to work with our LGBTQ plus partners. Now, this is the part that always makes me want to throw up. To better educate ourselves, find ways <laughs> to strengthen the ties, find ways to strengthen the ties that bind, and use our platform to support all of our fans who make up the diversity of the Dodgers family. Now, you ask a good question: Who are the Sisters of Perpetual I'm Indulgence? I'm scared to play this video. If you if you got kids watching, um, you know, I don't even know if I saved it because I didn't want to play it. But yeah, I didn't I didn't save it. So basically, it's a it's a it's a it's like think of madonna's old videos with like the sacrilegious videos but combine it with gay men doing act, lewd acts like on the cross like they're oh, on a cross so. have you seen that floating yeah. around that's them sisters yes sisters right and so this group is known for these just 
awful act, like sacrilegious yeah, acts of yes. That's who they're apologizing to, and that's who they need to be better educated so they can accept this group. Mm, we don't want your education. Now, now many so. people have been pointing out like this is the only religion that would let them get away with something like that. Like they said, try that on Islam, for instance. Um, and you know this this is the kind of craziness that we're. That's the L.A. Dodgers. This is Major League Baseball bowing to this corrupt idol to that degree so that that just lets you know like where we're at what we're fighting against this is this is like whatever whoever's pulling these strings up high they pulled them with all these organizations which is one of the reasons like you know for me when it i'm I'm talk about boycotts and when it's useful this isn't a boycott this was just for me personally because i knew there wasn't enough momentum to to make a major difference in this particular case but when the NBA started promoting all the BLM stuff, I just lost interest. I stopped watching mm-hmm. it. And so, like, I knew at that point, I was like, oh, this is just another one of those organizations. It's, in, in their case, like, owned by China, but also owned by this whole movement that was trying to force yeah. these ideologies and these lies on the masses. And I was like, you know what? I'm just... <sighs> I, you can't cut it off in every case, and there's no there's sure. no call like you'd have to pull out of the world, right, to to stop everything. But I was like, you know what? When they're being that overt, I'm just done. I'm tired of it. Like yeah, I can't stand it. It's a natural it. loss. Of it's interest. just a natural loss of interest, and you know. So now I don't even want. Yeah, because it's over the top. It's you know, if it's a slight little mention here and there, but to put it all throughout, it's all yep. on the jerseys, it's on the uniform, it's in the anthem, it's in. the... Yeah, it got. It's just like why this push. Yep. Where's the freedom? Where's the is everybody thinking the same? There's no room for talk. There's no room for discussion. You yep. voice your opinion and you get ostracized. And it's just why the strong warrior push. It's yeah. just too much. Yeah, it's crazy. So evil. Here, here's where I wanna. Here's where I wanna move to now. Is like, okay, what has this already done to our mindset? And I want to put this picture up there for those of you guys who this was a picture that was floating around like so there were a lot of people um, posting this like saying and if you're not able to look at it it's a it's a lady with a a ball and chain attached to them pulling them down the lady on her is written LGB the ball and chain is TQ. And the TQ is bringing them down to the water. So the idea from this, these are people that are like not necessarily a lot of people that were promoting this are like the non-woke, supposedly the non-woke crowd. But this is where they trick us as biblical thinkers. So we might look Ah. at that and agree initially. Right. I get what you said. I know where you're going with that. And we might think like, okay, yeah, they're right. Like the transgender and queer part, that's the bad part. Like the LGB part is being dragged down by them and we need and and there's a lot of like the gays against groomers movement that are standing up against this kind of stuff that's being pushed at Target. And to to be honest, we can be co-belligerents with some of these folks. So what, what that means is we're not allies. We're not we're not brothers and sisters with them, like radically different worldviews than than people who are accepting the LGB part. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, we can be brothers and sisters. I'm mean, sorry. We're, we're not brothers and sisters with them. We're not allies, but we can be co-belligerent. So okay. we can be, we can, we can, um, we can aim our like s- sort of ideological weapons at the same, same. target, yeah, true. even okay. though we disagree, but don't confuse that for being allies with that mentality. 
because what what they want what they want us to do is say yeah this if we can just get rid of the craziness if we get rid of the grooming with the kids problem solved right that's actually not the case though because the lgb movement is part of that whole movement Mm -hmm. why is that the case well either sex was designed by god and has a nature and therefore has a normative approach to it or it's a or it's not. And if it's not, it's just a construct of human society or human individuals. If it's a construct of human society or individuals, then the woke move is right. Mm-hmm. It's just power plays. Whoever yeah. has power can determine the rules. The, ter- the rules can be whatever we decide to do. Yeah. And so in that case, it would be unfair to why, why not trans? Why not queer? Right. Why not right. pedophilia? Right? Um, because the only answer you have to why not is because God made it and God says, but God also made sex to be between man and woman in marriage that excludes what LGB. Yeah. So it's the, the whole ideology. Now, some people will draw that arbitrary line. Like there are gays against groomers out there who are trying to draw that line against. They're saying, well, the LGB isn't the problem. It's this crazy transgender movement. It's this crazy woke movement. And I'm glad they're saying that mm-hmm. because it, it ultimately it'll help the battle against that. But their, the, their ideology that is the assumption of their own lifestyle. I'm thinking here like Ruben, right? Dave Ruben, who you can like a lot of his stuff and appreciate the fact that he has he's, yeah, he's got some values. There. Come to see the problems of the ideology that he left with the leftism and the young Turks and all that. But he still what you can't do is what a lot of conservatives are now doing and they're starting to agree with this. Okay. I Does that see. make sense? Yeah. So that's the new move Ooh. is like the Overton windows. They call it like what 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 is like our our stationary, like our default position in culture has become for the conservatives to accept this picture. Dang it. And in that the enemy, you know, gets a win, like not as much as maybe he'd like to get with the whole craziness. But he gets a win by getting conservatives and church people to throw up their hands and say, yeah, well, all, basically all we can hope for is to get back to how things were five years ago mm. when really it's no, 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 no. We, we got to get to, we got to recover and extend. This is the Christendom idea, but it's like, we, we understand that Jesus is Lord, that he made sex, that he made male and female. Yeah. And so it ver- at the very least in a moral sense, we can't accept that because if somebody else uh, put this picture up and it was much, it was, it was a better presentation so what they did is they moved the lgb down to with the tq and they put western civilization across her oh so it was lgbtq that was the ball that was the ball attached to the chain bringing western civilization and that is true like historically in that movement it was all one push and this we're getting to the final phases of it now but it can't be really logically separated even though people do draw that line yeah And so what do we do do with that? Well, we just I say all that I say all that not to say that um, we can't be co-belligerents with some of those guys and not and and I, you know, I don't want to be mean to someone like Dave Rubin, but we can't like do like some conservatives. They were posting him and the guy that he calls his husband with a surrogate baby that they had um, produced or however you want to say it. And they were celebrating that. Oh, my. Yeah, that's not. 
And what that does is it reinforces the creational chaos that's a, that's the very reason that you are that that argues for all of these letters, including pedophilia. Like, you know, they try to make a this like arbitrary line. Of, yeah. Now there is a degree, because what we're seeing now is worse. Like the the taking advantage of kids, it is a worse thing, but it's all funded by the same idea, and it all is one part of this same conglomeration and it's all an affront to God's creational norms. There is I read this past week that there's a push to pass a law to allow the kidnapping of kids who Mm. fall under same sex attraction and are under the threat of their parents counseling them in a different direction. So there's that it it is a push towards totalitarianism, just a, a push to, Take away your identity, take away your rights, take away it all. Yeah. Uh, this this year. And it's a it's a brilliant strategy if you think about it from the from the enemy's perspective because it's sort of like he gives them this one gr- grand worldview called wokeism, mm. and he presents all these people like they're the victims, the sexual minorities, the racial minorities, the religious minorities, and so you can get all these Civil people to join diversity. forces to fight to overthrow the evil, wicked system that's in place. And in in their minds, what they put is the the Christian Western civilization, free market. You know, all these these things that they put together, those become the canonical enemy. And so if you like when you take the position of holding up biblical sexual ethics, you are going to be called homophobic. Like so people that were responding to this were being called homophobic by the non woke people Mm. and by the so-called new conservatives. That's how much their mind has been propagandized. Now, if you, if you, yeah, the the conservatives will let you um, criticize the grooming and criticize the transgenderism, qu- criticize the crazy queer, um, overt nat- craziness we saw in the UK. But if you criticize the whole package of LGBT of of sexual immorality, then they the very the new conservatives will call you homophobic as well. But yet we stand on biblical principles. We don't stand in the spirit of the age and where the Overton window moves. So that's why we have to train up our children to understand, not just be reactionary to the craziness, but understand the whole thoughts behind it and mm, what goes into it. Uh, Megan Bashan here had posted this. She said, here are all the conservative leaning outlets that called Dylan Mulvaney. She mm. Wall Street Journal, Fox News, New York Post, Washington Examiner. I appreciate work from all these outlets and have written for and appeared on some, but this deserves attention. And I think we need to recognize that because that that in and of itself is a major move. Yeah. Because those are supposed to be the ones that are holding down the conservative fort. But again, they're doing the same thing. The progressives want to go off the cliff at 100 miles per hour. The conservatives go off the same cliff at 50 miles per hour. So they're just years behind them. So maybe 10 years from now, they'll be pushing the trans stuff. But they'll just. But we stop here, right? There's no principle to it. Mm. And you'll hear the marketer, the lady, the young lady who was. I don't. I think she was. She stepped down since, since then. The marketer for Bud Light mentioning yeah. that you know that push to use the Dylan as their new marketing campaign was targeted towards the young people that the young right. college age, the young adults yep. would be on board with this. So that's what they think of you guys, that y'all are on board with all this. There's no discernment. There's yep. no training and understanding the worldview behind it. 
this is for y'all. Yep. So just think that through. Yeah, no, and that's why, you know, even I've done uh, college Q&As and, you know, this one girl, she raised her hand. She was like, well, I have friends that identify as gay and I just think it's unloving to this and that. And, you know, I had to slowly walk her through and I said, they they what is gay? She identify. Okay, what does that mean? You know, think about what it means to to say this is this is my nature. Mm, That's good. This you identify with that thing. Is that how God identifies human beings? by sexual desires that may or may not be aimed appropriately to the way he designed us. Do we identify with our sin, mm-hmm. our sin nature? Mm-hmm. No, we don't. That's not who we are. And even, um, uh, the, I forget the guy's name now flies off my head, um, that we had on the podcast season one, a long time ago mm-hmm. from, yeah, yeah. yeah Christopher Yuan, where he said our sexuality is how we are, not who we are. And but but understanding that identity and and how that works and how they propagandize us to think that if you if you attack a behavior um, and even a a misshapen desire that you're attacking the person themselves and they've redefined love. So we need to recapture and recover a biblical definition of love, a biblical definition of identity and an understanding of how to get whole and how to get health. Yeah. Um, because that's part of the trick. So last thing here before we before we hop off is like, okay, so what do we do going into this month? Like, what are some things we could do going forward? This guy, uh, Andrew Torba, I can't uh, vouch for everything. I've heard some stuff where he's made some remarks. That I'm like, eh, a little bit, a little bit weird here and there. But he has done some major good things. One of them is starting Gab, which was like a, a free speech platform, and he's trying. He's really tried to um, create parallel economies that don't depend on the the craziness in society the woke corporations and all that kind of stuff so that was one of the mistakes i think that uh, i forget the uh one of those early social media things that blew up for a minute and then it completely shut down because the servers were owned by yeah, amazon or something like one. that it was right after the twitter <coughs> yeah okay. yeah and so he he built this platform separately okay and in that way he's been doing some some good stuff so he he wrote this little article that I thought was helpful on this issue. And it said, in today's clown world, people are seeking effective means to express their beliefs and fight for causes they hold dear. While protests, social media activism, and political engagement are common approaches, a lesser known yet powerful weapon in the culture war lies in our purchasing power. Ooh, okay. The ability to shape corporate behavior and culture through our consumer choices can have a profound impact on the direction society takes. Our purchasing power has a profound impact and we need to start using it more. We can no longer support brands and promote worldviews that are diametrically opposed to truth. We need to continue making examples of brands who do these things by refusing to purchase their products and services. And he does a case study on the Bud Light thing and show how that that's actually making a difference. Awesome. And so there are ways, I think right now is a, is a time to move on target. Like at the very least, don't shop there for the next two months. Like, you know, and if you can anyway, just in the future, just in yeah. Walmart, like to be fair, they've done awful things too. They're not much better, but it's just, there's momentum here right now to make a clear statement and push momentum. back against these board members. So part of boycotting is knowing when to do it and how to do it. And is there real is a real opportunity there to to do that? The other thing he talks about here is actually supporting intentionally people that you know do share biblical values and they are patriots and, and they you know they they care about the nation that kind of thing. So, 
it's like if you can find companies like that, let's start to intentionally support them instead of these big corporations that are owned by these other globalist conglomerations. So you were even talking about that, something like that um, today instead of Amazon. What's that company? I can't called? remember. Yeah, so something. I can't remember what it is either, but we're going to find it and, and just try to maybe use it here and there where we can try to move away from some of these things that are easy, you know, it's often easy right. just to get on Amazon, but it's like, can we find these other companies and, and slowly move toward that where we can, you know, it makes a difference, but jump on these big ones. You know, that was the same thing we tried to do with Disney. Disney plus took a big hit this year too, when they started promoting, okay, yeah, when they started promoting all that stuff and people found out they were intentionally pushing this, um, agenda Jeez. on kids and so yeah we we have to understand like there is that that culture war part and we we have to play our role and we can actually make a difference and we're not being mean in that um and, and training our kids up pushing back on that and then presenting a positive view of how to build culture from a christian perspective and then loving those who have been spit out of that system and those ideologies because we're going to come into contact more and more i mean so many kids now uh, the numbers of like gen zers that are uh identifying quote unquote yeah. as lgbt is like shooting through the roof and because they're experimenting with these things they're going to bear the rotten fruit of that in their lives and then the church will be there you know to pick up the pieces and and walk them to Jesus and help them you know get through that but that stuff impacts you um and so we can we can love those who are who God gives us under under our care and reach out to those who have been victimized but we got to fight this system any last words no just train to discern you know it's like it's it's those times it's Time, heavy times of deception, onslaught of, you know, the enemy, he overplays his hand. You give him an inch, I mean, he's taking over corporations. I mean, the marketing team of Target is promoting satanic. Yeah, overt. You know, so it's like, yeah, let's just have this beautiful world where there's no religion, quote unquote. You take out the Ten Commandments of school, you take prayer out of schools. Yep. It shows up in other ways other dark ways and so it's like here we are if if you've never discerned the times <laughs> now is a good time yep. to discern like listen satan ain't playing oh but christ yep. is on the throne and he's empowered his people to know and to make a difference and to be filled with the spirit we need the word and the spirit of god mm -hmm. both our pastor had a conference this past sunday and he just brought in a um a pastor who talked about that what we need in this day and time is the word of God, the mm. spirit of God, really meaning it, digging into it, studying the scriptures so that we know lies from truth. And, you know, yep. strongholds are, are, are primarily deception starts. He said deception starts when Satan presents a lie yep. and we take it in and we're bombarded with it and in culture and it's after a while it's in the public schools and it's in corporations it's you walk in the target and but the whole time you can just discern and know the truth yep. because you're in the word of god that's and it so we fight so great greater is yeah. he in, in you right uh -huh. so we have so. we have what we need to stand and, and to flourish and you know to have a good time in the midst of all the craziness, but to do our part. Armor so, up, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, thanks um, for joining us this week, and hope you guys have a great weekend, and we'll, we'll see you next time. I have a